0: Hey guys, welcome back to Keeping It Simple. This is Luis Sanchez. I'm here with my co-host. Hey, I'm Scott Callentine. Welcome to the episode. Let's get started. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Keeping It Simple. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of being with Melissa, my wife, and we're going to be talking about uh, something that's really cool that we're doing. We're launching a new initiative, a new uh, expression, a new simple church uh, this Sunday, uh, and we're calling it Sunday Dinner. So say hello to the people, Melissa. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Also, Happy New Year to you guys at the time of our recording. Uh, It is January 7th, 2022, and we just want to wish you guys a Happy New Year, that the Lord would bless you guys, that the Lord would be encouraging you guys, that the Lord would uh, be giving you faith to try new things. That's one of the things that I love about the form of church that we're practicing and experimenting with is that you can try new things over and over and over again until you find what works. God created each of us differently and with different gifts and in different seasons, um, different things might look differently. And, and so you have the freedom, if you need to hear that, to experiment and to try new things as the Lord will lead. So today what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the roles and responsibilities that um uh people may have in launching a new uh, simple church and just simple churches in general and then what we're going to talk about is just a couple of things that you might want to consider if you're going to be launching a new simple church uh, things just to think through and you know obviously we don't have it all together so As you listen to this and you think through this list um, that we have for you guys, think about what would you add to this list? What is something that you might consider and would you put that in the comments section? Would you share that with us? We'd love to hear your feedback. So just to kick us off, uh, Melissa, what are some of the roles and responsibilities um, that you see people having when they're opening their home or starting a new simple church?
1: Mm -hmm. That's a good question. So when we first started, I felt like I had to do everything because I was a good host, right? And a good host does everything and makes the food and cleans up and doesn't ask anyone to like help or, you know, and just is serving. And all that's really good, but doing that every week or doing multiple expressions of that can be really exhausting. Right. And um, you can burn out pretty quickly. And also, it doesn't give other people the opportunity to serve and grow in their own capacity. Moving forward, and um, with the things that we've done so so far and this coming Sunday, um, we've kind of broken it down into three different categories of roles, I guess you could say. Um, The host, which there's more than one host usually, like you and me, are the hosts. Co-hosts. Co-hosts of our group. Um and the host is just someone who helps create an environment of hospitality and it doesn't necessarily have to be in your home. We use our home. Um, but you could be in a coffee shop or a park or but you're still hosting your person with that, that responsibility. Yeah, you're creating that environment. Um and you're just making sure that other people feel welcome. Um you prep the meeting space, you know, if you need chairs, you get chairs out, that kind of thing. And then there's the facilitator, Um, can be multiple of those as well. And also, this is a shared by the group members responsibility. So it's not the same person running it every single week. Um, And they are basically in charge of the content for the evening or the event. So if they're running alpha, if it's a family night, if it's a game night, if there's a serving opportunity, they've set that up, and they're kind of like the go-to person with all the information um and then these support people team staff whatever they're there just to help make sure that the evening runs smoothly they um come early to help set up or they stay late to help clean up and break down they move chairs around they help decorate they if things run out like we need more chips they go grab more chips they're kind of just like on the ball and they're not new, and but they're showing like an attitude of service yeah. and kind of how to be part of the family, right? Like just we're a family, we work together. Not one person is running the whole thing. Right. It's not the Luisa Melissa show right. or you know whoever's running it. it's this is our community, and we take care of each other, and so we are ultimately trying to eliminate barriers. So that other people, new people, can hear the gospel, can engage in the content and relationships. And
0: ultimately, ultimately, I think what we're doing is like we're trying to create this environment for Jesus's uh, new family to emerge and yes. new spiritual families mm-hmm. to, to to begin to emerge. In. And unlike you know, one time I heard this is like so much of the church, especially like level three, right? It's like eighty percent of the work is done by twenty mm-hmm. percent of the people. I, I think people have heard that before. But someone said it was more like in an, an analogy, like. Uh, a lot of times the church is like an orphanage right 98 mouths to feed and 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 people crying and and needing attention uh really being attended to by two overworked people who are tired and on the verge of burnout right and yeah. so but what we're not trying to create is this like dependency that's unhealthy but really create a spiritual family and in a family everybody has roles everybody mm-hmm. has responsibilities and even like yeah. a three or four year old even i'm thinking our about kids. our they kid roles, yeah. like can <laughs> literally bring the roles to the table right <laughs> yes. like that could be your role right and, and and obviously do that with care you know and things happen right um but thinking through this and thinking hey you know what are the roles that we're going to have and kind of uh, you know sharing that mm-hmm. um Uh, clearly on the front end, hey, we're the host tonight. This person is going to be the facilitator or you're going to facilitate this part of the evening. You're going to facilitate this part of the evening. And then um, everybody else, man, if you guys could just help us, you know, have the evening run smoothly. You guys are running support. It would be amazing.
1: It would, it's, I would say it's important to, Remember, it's easier to be specific in asking people for jobs and giving instructions first instead of waiting for people because, like, I'm an extrovert, so I'm going to be talking to people and doing things, and then I'm going to, like, forget what needs to be done, and then I won't ask for help, and then everyone will leave, and it's 1130 at night, and then I have to clean everything else up. So beforehand, like a week beforehand, I'm like, hey, Scott, like, can you help set up with chairs? Like... You can do that, you know, Glad you then, mentioned Scott. <laughs> yeah, or Steve, like if Steve, Steve loves to help and like he comes early and he helps set up and everything. And, but I don't expect him to stay late as well. Right. I'm not trying to, you know, yeah. work everyone to the bone here. We all can play. Yeah. A role and if everybody
0: help. does a little bit, then yeah. it becomes lighter for everybody oh, yeah. else. And it's
1: more enjoyable. And then we can all still have time to like engage in discussion because we know that we're, we're helping each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're wondering why Scott isn't here today, uh, Scott uh, is not here today because he uh, came down with the C-19 and he actually helped us make sure that we're able to record today. And so um, he's doing well and he is chilling and getting better. So um, prayers. Uh, appreciated for that, but love Scott. I'm sure you guys are missing his voice. By the and time you input. guys hear
1: this, he'll be totally fine. For sure, by the time <laughs>
0: he, he hears this. Now, the reason why we're doing this, right? Why we're opening our home, why we're starting these new simple mm-hmm. churches, is so that people that have not yet uh, entered into a relationship with Jesus can hear the gospel mm-hmm. and can, you know, um, rub shoulders, you know, or connect with Jesus's people. Right? Everyday people doing the stuff of Jesus. You know, and I'm going to steal one from Jeff Vanderstile in the everyday stuff of life, right? Mm. In the everyday stuff of life. And so it, it doesn't need to be that complicated, you guys. Sometimes when you think about it, like, hey, how do I share the gospel with people? How do I, you know, just open up your homes, open up your hearts. And sometimes you open up your heart first, right? Um, and say, God, what do I have? And how can I love those in my proximity, right? And, and be a light literally where you already have me. In in my neighborhood slash network of relationships, when I think about the gospel, I love these words that Brennan Manning shared in a book, one of my favorite books, all time favorite books, um, called Abba's Child, where he talks about you know what what it's like to share the gospel and how we should share it. And he says, our impulse. To tell the salvation story arises from listening to the heartbeat of the risen Jesus within us. Telling the story does not require that we become an ordained minister or a flamboyant street corner preacher. Nor does it demand that we try to convert people by concussion with one sledgehammer blow of the Bible after another. It simply means we share with others what our lives used to be like, what happens when we met Jesus, and what our lives are like now like how have you seen that to be true especially when you start to share the gospel i mean you've been like one of the greatest kind of uh contributors to us being able to sh- find new people in this season uh and and an evangelist of sorts so does this ring true to you yeah or what
1: yeah um the the last part the you know sharing the gospel it simply means that we share with others what our lives used to be like, what happened when we met Jesus and what our lives are like now. There's clear delineations of your life and how it's changed and the the difference that Jesus has made. Um, <clears throat> so for me, I feel like that's just telling my story. I mean, who else can tell your story better than you? And you know what Jesus has done. I know what Jesus has done in my life. Um, and when I have friends like they want to know who i am (laughs) and i want to know who they are and they might be in a different space than i am yeah but sharing my life means sharing my whole life and what what life used to be like and not that life is perfect now by any Mm. means but inviting them into the struggle of what i'm going through now you know like covid and Last year was homeschooling, all sorts of things, you know, and not pretending like things are perfect, um, but showing them that Jesus is part of that yeah. and that there's, you know, that peace that we have even in the midst of everything.
0: It doesn't have to be that complicated, you yeah. guys. So the reason why we are trying to create these environments where the gospel can um, begin to take root and conversations about the gospel can begin to happen is because Jesus changed our lives and because Jesus is worth it and because, you know, he is the centerpiece of our world and our and 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 what our world revolves around, and so we want to share that with others because he's transformed us and is able to transform them their situations and the entire world around us yeah. so switching gears a little bit here uh, that's our why and these are a couple of things to consider and Melissa and I will alternate here a couple of things to consider when launching a new simple church and i'll kick us off right here when launching a new simple church it's important that you let the spirit lead yeah i can't stress that enough let the spirit lead that's partially why we've waited this long to launch this news simple church mm-hmm. we could have come in here guns blazing Second week while we were in this neighborhood, I was like, hey, we're starting this new thing. We're going to do this new thing. Have no relational we equity everybody. with the people. <laughs> they would have been like those weirdos. But instead, we've made cookies for our neighbors. We've earned their trust. We've, we've mowed people's lawns. We've taken care of people's children. Also, we've- I think
1: it's important to note that we also... Allow other people right to help us for sure. We ask for help yep. too, and yep, that's our neighbors a huge
0: have deal. <laughs> uh, mowed our lawn. Yes. Our neighbors <laughs> have made us uh, uh, carrot cakes that, that are amazing. Oh, so you know, people have given us stuff from their garden, so we've really like leaned mm-hmm. into. I really think we have one of the best blocks in the Pacific Northwest. I love our neighbor on uh, January uh, uh, New Year's, um, mm-hmm. we we did adult sledding on our neighbor. Nobody around us was doing that. <laughs> Partially because we're like, man, we like to have fun and we love each other. Yeah. We had a fire going. It was amazing. And so let the spirit lead. Mm-hmm. Don't try to force it. Listen more than you speak. Um, I love the verse in Psalm 127, one. It says, unless the Lord builds the house... The laborers build in vain. Unless the Lord builds this simple church, man, then we're just spinning our wheels. So let the Spirit lead in your conversations. Let the Spirit lead at your dinners. Let the Spirit lead on the timing. And you know what? If you get it wrong,
1: just try again. Mm-hmm. Just try again. Say sorry.
0: Just try again, right? <laughs>
1: it's yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: Just try again. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. How, how about the next one, Melissa? So what else is something we should consider?
1: Everyone is on their own journey and timeline. When we are hosting people especially like where we are and where we were on the island everywhere like everywhere we are people are on their own journey and they have their own backstory they have their own um grief that they're dealing with their own hurt their own joys their own you know and so jesus is already a part of that he's already been a part of that in their lives and is wanting to to connect with them and it's our job just to create a space for them to meet Jesus. They don't all have to look the same. They don't all have to be on the same timeline. And so like when we run things like Alpha or Game Nights or like inevitably the conversation somehow gets back to Jesus. And I love that. It's just natural. And we let them lead and we are just there generally and like answering questions or just engaging in conversation. If I don't have an answer, we sit with it and we and we discuss it or, you know, someone else comes in. And and has some really good nuggets of truth that maybe I didn't have. Um, so people are moving towards Jesus at their own pace, yeah. and it's my job as a friend and a community member and a disciple of Jesus to just usher them into the presence of the Lord. That looks different for everyone. So really, you know, going back to what Louis said about what you said, you know, letting the Spirit lead. Um, I'm allowing the Spirit to lead in every situation.
0: So it's not our job to control other people's spirituality, right? It's not our job to to accelerate their timeline. It's our job to share Jesus, to love them, to meet them where they're at, and, and to let the Spirit do the rest of the work. Here's another thing to consider, too, is that disciple making is costly, that disciple making is going to cost us time. It's going to cost us effort and it's co- going to cost us money. Right. It's, it, 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 salvation is free. Right. Making disciples is costly, man. The, the life that Jesus is calling us to is to lay our life down. Right. For the sake of mission and for for the sake of love uh, so that others may be able to hear Jesus and can hear the gospel and the transformative power of what Jesus is able to do in and through them. We're going to be called to create some margin in our schedules to be able to meet with people, you know, not just at one time a week, but for follow-up conversations throughout the middle of the week, right? For text messages, you know, um, mid-morning or something like that. So it's going to cost us more than just showing up to an event. Uh, Simple church Um, is not event focused, it's relationship based, right? And it's all about making disciples. It's going to cost us effort. So you're going to have to go out of your way from time to time, right, to make disciples. You're going to have to, you know, do things that will get you out of your comfort zone. And you cannot keep doing what you're already doing and then just say, hey, you know, tack on the discipleship sticker to it. Sometimes you can do that, but a lot of times you're going to have to be more and more intentional. So that effort part is going to be there. And then money, it's going to cost us money. You're going to end up paying for people's coffee or paying for people's dinner or Helping someone pay their light bill or something like that. Disciple making and showing people the light of Jesus and the love of Jesus um, does uh, cost and it is costly. So don't want you to start this whole thing and be like, oh, I didn't know, right? <laughs> you, you, you did know. And we're letting you know right now. If you didn't know. Now you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, also, while you were talking, Louise, I was thinking about how it costs you your personal space you know like allowing people into your home and yeah. into your life and it costs your heart like because people don't want you just to know them they also want to know you yeah. and to be that authentic person and letting people in your home and in your life and that's hard sometimes and you you really do have to like count the cost and, and think about it And uh, but it's I mean for me anyway it's totally worth it and it's so life giving and um, joyful. So, next thing. We are not experts. We are all learning.
0: So it's important to consider that.
1: Dude, I feel I feel this so much <laughs> because, I mean, especially like going from level three to simple church and level three church and everything and to where we are now. Like, we went to school for learning how to be like pastoral in like church, mm-hmm. Sunday morning church, right? And now we are we're learning and we're re figuring out how to do life with Jesus and community. And it takes a certain amount of humility and like ability to fail well (laughs) Mm -hmm. and know that it's okay that we, we don't know everything. We don't know all the answers. Um, And you know, when, when people are going through things or, I mean, just in the world today, if we don't have an answer, it's okay. And you have to be okay to sit with that and sit in that discomfort or grief or confusion and allow Jesus into that situation and bring people with you and say, you know, I don't know. You don't know. Let's figure it out together. Yeah. You know. Or
0: let's, you know, let's put a pen in it and like, like let's take a week and let's, you know, look up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's come back to this. It's okay to struggle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Next is... Look for the helpers, right? If people that are not usually a part of your support team start to help, let them help, yes. right? And look for those helpers because chances are that that's probably where your next leaders mm-hmm. are going to come from. You know, Jesus said the last shall be first, the first shall be last. And the servant of all is going to be the one that leads, right? And so innately those leaders start popping up when they start serving, we already have um, mm-hmm. some people, you know, even before we even start this thing, it's coming up on Sunday. Hey, I want to help. I want to help create a schedule for food. I want to help create, uh, I want to help bring food, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on weeks, um, uh, every week. And so I'm thinking, okay, are these people that are naturally that the Lord has wired them for leading and leading in the kingdom means serving, mm-hmm. leading in the kingdom means service.
1: Everyone has something to contribute, which I mean, that kind of goes with the looking for the helpers, right? Every everyone has something to contribute. Um, so, creating that culture of service and family and contribution, and allowing people to serve where they are gifted and um, feel passionate about. So, someone who loves to cook—I mean, we have food at literally everything that we do. Yeah. So, <laughs> food and prayer, like food, that's food <laughs> brings people together. Yes, so. You know, if someone else loves to cook, I'm like, what is your best dish? Bring right. me your best dish or your best dessert. What do you love to make, you know, for Thanksgiving? Bring it to Friendsgiving, that kind of thing. If someone is more of an introvert, unlike you and I, um, and they, you know, might not feel super comfortable, like, walking around the room and meeting everybody and doing things and they, they're better with one-on-one conversations or something, but they prefer to come early to help us set up. Like, that is so valuable to me and so helpful because I'm running around I got four kids we got you know we're cooking we have all this other stuff so where people can contribute and want to help let them let them yeah. open that space and let them do because they love it we love it you know it's just yeah. it's great and
0: here's the last one that I have and then um, you know start thinking you know like hey which ones did we miss right and and feel free to add those in the comment section yeah. But but here's the last one What we've learned and what we're learning is one of our mentors said, when you host any kind of event, right, and you have a team and you have a a group of people that are going to be doing some support stuff, um, you guys need to be back to back. So often when, you know, church people do church stuff, they don't even... Notice that a new person walked in, or that a person um, that is there for the second or even third time mm-hmm. is trying to make their way around the room because they're so like into talking to one another, catching up, and so that one's a big one for us, and we call that being back to back. You know, I don't know if you've watched like old karate movies when uh, you know the two like main action heroes are being attacked by like eleven people, and <laughs> they go back to back, and then they're able to. See systematically take care of everyone. Not that we're trying to take everyone
1: down. <laughs>
0: no, but we're trying to serve everyone yes. and be there and give everybody attention. So being back to back is important to love people well. Um, and then at the end of the night let's debrief together as a team uh or sometime you know after the event let's debrief together let's make sure we're catching up but when we're throwing stuff when we're hosting events it's important for us to be back to back and to pay attention to the new people to pay attention to the people that are just checking us out and to pay attention to those that may be looking to make inroads into our communities Mm -hmm. so that's it for today if we miss something or you think like hey this is something that you guys should consider or that anyone that's launching a new simple church should consider write it in the comments section we want to hear from you we want to get some feedback we're looking forward to 2022 being an amazing breakout year make sure you're sharing this podcast with others make sure you're liking it you're subscribing and you're getting the word out uh, about keeping it simple so melissa thanks for being with us any last words for the people
1: i just think you know it's i feel like i say this all the time but like just loving people well inviting them into your life and being okay being a normal human being who lives life with your neighbors and your community just love them good
0: love them good that's it you've heard it here first peace you guys thank you for listening to this week's episode of keeping it simple where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand Stay tuned as we release episodes each Wednesday. We'd appreciate it if you would like, review, share, and subscribe our podcast. Thank you for listening.